So today we're going to look at connection. Because of what's going on at the moment in terms of the pandemic and our response to it, the opportunities to connect with others has diminished massively. Some of us may be starting to feel isolated, alone, and this can lead to feelings of, well, loneliness can really impact our mental health, can't it? It can make us feel hopeless, sad, despairing, anxious, angry. And some people will be absolutely fine with being on their own more. But for others, depending on your nature or your situation, you might be finding it incredibly hard. And I'll be honest, I'm finding it difficult at the moment. The lack of opportunities to connect with others, that lack of human contact, I find it incredibly difficult. So I want you to ask yourself now, on a scale of naught to 10, 10 being really connected, feeling really connected to other people, and zero, not at all, where would you put yourself on that scale? So think of a number between naught and 10. And at first, I put myself at a six, but then I realised actually it's probably more like a five at the moment because I am so limited with my opportunities and my world feels like it has got a lot more narrow, narrower and smaller. And I am missing, I am missing being, having the opportunity to socialise and and connect and although there's social media and online the online world and social media although it's in loads of ways really good good opportunity for me it's better than nothing but it, it's not the same as real human contact so what did you score yourself So what gets in the way of connection? Well, apart from the obvious, other than Corona, the situation, our response to it, the government's response to it, what else gets in the way of, of connection? Well, sometimes it can be fear and anxiety. We might be incredibly shy or get anxious in social situations and that might hold us back. We might have a fear of being judged, worrying about what people will think of us, or maybe being worrying that we'll, we'll get rejected, so it's easier not to put yourself out there. I think as well, it, it, it's stepping out of your comfort zone sometimes as well, isn't it? And it's easier to just stay within your own, own space, your own surroundings, your own routine and habits, rather than pushing out of that, that bubble. So it's easier sometimes to not make those connections, to not, in normal cir circumstances, join that group or go on that night out 
I'll go and do something a little bit different. But of course, if we if we do that, we've 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 got to be vulnerable. I think to make connections, you've got to allow people to see who you are, to really show up and be put yourself out there. Otherwise, yeah, nothing really changes, does it? So how can we get more connected? Well, I think, and these are just ideas in no particular order, I think it's important to remember that actually look, other people are in the same boat as you. So remembering that other people will say feel the same same as you, especially at the moment with what's going on with corona. So recognising that it's really common to feel alone, to feel lonely, and that there's nothing wrong with you. So people think, the students, they think that university life, you can't get lonely because you're going to be around so many different people, having so many different experiences. But actually, being at university, being a student, can be a really lonely experience for many people. Other ideas for ways we can get more connected is, well, I'm going to mention social media because that, at the moment, is on the online world, is a way for us to connect if we haven't got the the chance to do it in person. And I think it's using it more positively. So, so it enhances our connections and doesn't... Because sometimes when we get like Facebook, Instagram, all those kind of things, sometimes if we're not careful, it can become an unhealthy, un- unhealthy connection. Sometimes we'll end up comparing ourselves to other people I apologise for all the noise that's going on outside my window at the moment. <laughs> so yeah, it, it, so it's using it in a more positive, a positive way. That so using the technology to really connect to others. Another way to reach out is to maybe get back in touch with some old friends that you might have lost contact with. I did this only yesterday. So I was kind of reminiscing in a moment of a little bit of a low moment. And I thought, you know what, I'm going to I'm gonna see if I can contact that person that I've not had for so many years any contact with. So I sent them a message on Facebook. I mean, I don't know whether that'll reignite anything, but it's about reaching out to people. I think another thing as well is to actually sometimes let go of some of the expectations perhaps we put on ourselves. So maybe we place too much expectations on on ourselves in terms of expecting too much too quickly and then being left disappointed. So trying to manage our expectations when it comes to making social connections. Not expecting, say, the friendships that you have recently got, maybe at university, they might not be as strong as the ones that you used to have back home. And that's because you knew those people for years. You've really, you've grown up with them, you've had 
you've gone through childhood maybe with them, you've all those different experiences, they know who you are. Whereas uni friends have only just got to know you. So there's a big difference. Another suggestion in normal times would be, of course, to join clubs, to get involved, to reach out, to join groups, societies. Now at the moment, that's harder, but there is online support groups. So there's online support groups for, for students. There's a mental health support online community called Together All, which is a way to to get support around mental health and well-being you know in terms of making connections but also reaching out and sharing how you feel and realizing that perhaps you're not on your own and getting some helpful tips use, useful advice perhaps and there'll be other online groups that you can potentially access. Also, I would say talking to people. So talk, picking up the phone, talking to whether it be a friend, reaching out to your tutor to talk about how you're feeling, or a family member, or even getting some professional support so that you can actually speak to someone else and get to get some support with it if you are feeling really lonely and down then you need to reach out and get some help and a lot of these organizations that are run by volunteers the volunteers that's what they're trained to do so they're waiting for they're waiting for people to get in contact there that's what they want you to do and they're there trained ready to help another thing as well when we become lonely or isolated is to be aware that we can end up being getting in quite a negative judgmental place so a, a quite a dark place even and being quite hard and harsh on ourselves maybe saying things like well no one likes me um no no one's interested no one's bothered about me and that kind of internal dialogue is not helpful so being mindful of how you talk to yourself being kind and really noticing when you start to slip into kind of a, a bullying kind of inner dialogue, an inner critical dialogue, and think, well, would I talk to someone that I cared about in the same way? Would I talk to a close friend like this? And if the answer's no, then think about how you can change that inner, inner conversation. So it's a little bit more conservative, um, not conservative, a little bit more supportive and kind to yourself. So trying to reach out every day in some small, manageable way. Each day, trying to do something a little bit 
different maybe, small steps. And if we are feeling in a really low, lonely place, then sometimes keeping busy, being able to distract ourselves can really help. So my friend, um, she, she was, she, she was in the vulnerable group. So she was having to, she, she was having to self-isolate for a long time, not leaving, she wasn't leaving the house either. And to keep herself busy, she ended up doing loads of cooking for different family members. And that was her day. She was really spending her time. And that helped her so that she didn't end up just overthinking about the situation. And another thing that's really important as well is not to forget about the the simple, obvious stuff that sometimes when we're not in a good place tends to kind of go a bit AWOL. So sleep. It's really important that you have a good routine for sleep, good sleep hygiene, a sleep routine where you're trying to go to bed similar time most nights, not too much screen time before you go to bed, making sure the room's dark. These are all, I mean, people bang on, don't they, about eating well, getting enough sleep, enough exercise, getting outside, limiting the alcohol. But these are the, the, the things that actually really do, if we put them into practice, if, we, if we're managing to, to keep these, sim- the simple stuff, if we're managing to keep this, the routines going, eat living well, then that can make a really big difference to how we feel. It can make us feel more resilient and more able to cope with things. So you're more likely to be able to cope with maybe the isolation or feeling alone at this time and there is there's always ways to reach out there's always things that we can do even when things feel really hopeless there is something that we can do some small action that we can take to just help to shift things a little bit so i hope some of that has been useful if you are feeling like you're lacking in human connection at the moment and you might have some other ideas some other idea other suggestions so and hopefully once this pandemic (laughs) ends we can we can start to get back to normal fingers crossed hope you have a lovely day